Hello, and welcome to another episode of Minnesota Tech Dish, today's evidence for tomorrow's pediatrician. I'm Dr. Kate Pollitt. And I'm Dr. Heidi Moline. And we're chief residents at the University of Minnesota, and we are here to give you the dish on pediatric care. Today, we are continuing our evidence-based medicine series. So far, we've talked about different study designs and how they can be applied to our pediatric work clinically. But today, we're going to do something a little different. Exciting! Today, we're talking about... PubMed Search Hacks! Yes, this is so timely. PubMed is such a cornerstone in our clinical work, but it can be overwhelming and feel like an unruly giant search engine. It is really designed as a research tool to help narrow scope and content to get a study that is exactly what I'm looking for. Today, we're excited to have Caitlin Backer join us and share her expertise. Caitlin is a health sciences librarian specializing in research support services, including data management, scholarly publishing, and citation tracking and analysis. Welcome, Caitlin. Thanks for having me. So are you like a super stealthy research ninja? Well, I'm not as coordinated as a ninja, but I do know some stuff. (laughs) And in your particular interest is in meta research. Yeah, so I'm really interested in the ways researchers do research. Cool. Awesome. So tell us more about PubMed. What do we need to know? I understand that you've brought some screenshots with to illustrate a few points that we're going to link as well. So PubMed can be a really fantastic resource that serves as many researchers and clinicians' primary source of information. But when a database contains over 30 million records, it can be difficult to use it effectively to get relevant information quickly. So today we're going to talk about the ways that you can streamline your PubMed searches to get useful information quickly and go through some PubMed features that you might not have seen before. First, one of the most effective ways to search PubMed is to start by resisting the temptation to just start searching. I have a confession. That's pretty much how I do my searching. Right. Well, and that's what most people do. But instead, you might want to take a look at the clinical queries feature. Now, clinical queries is PubMed's attempt to help refine search results to pull out the best available evidence. I can do a simple search in clinical queries for a condition, and it's going to isolate all of the systematic reviews on that topic for me in that middle column. So it's only going to focus on the systematic review, which is the top of the pyramid of knowledge? Yeah, that's what's going to be in that middle column. But what's neat is that there's also this clinical study section. And this is really useful because let's say you're encountering a condition for the first time, and you need to know what treatments are available. So you can think of all of the different terms that somebody might use to describe that. So there's treatment or therapy or intervention or specific medications or procedures. And the list of different terms gets really overwhelming really quickly. Now, what this section does is to apply a filter to the search results that will allow you to focus in on articles associated with different clinically relevant areas like therapy or diagnosis without having to anticipate all of the different terms and then build those into a search. Hmm. So let me see if I understand. Let's say I'm a pediatrician and I'm wondering what treatment options are available for juvenile fibromyalgia. I can pop the term fibromyalgia into the search box, select therapy, and then specify either broad or narrow scope, depending on how focused I'd like my search to be. Right. So you end up with a set of results that reflects those criteria, um, but it's still too large to reasonably go through. So you would want to probably refine it a bit further. So if you go to the bottom of the column, you'll see there's a little option there that says see all. And when you select that, it's going to take you into the results page. And PubMed has a lot of really useful filters on this page, but unfortunately, they hide some of them away. 
I'm curious, is there a filter for age? As a pediatrician, I would love to only see studies that have patients less than 18 years old. Yeah. And the big problem with the results that we're looking at right now is that they're going to be probably mostly for adults. And that's not going to be super helpful for you. Fortunately, there is a really quick way to overcome this. So if you look over at show additional filters on the left, you can choose age and then you can decide on a limit by age ranges. So when you select customize, an even more granular list appears. So let's say I'm interested in the topic because I've seen a number of patients, uh, maybe under the age of 12 years old. Now I can select any of those age ranges. So maybe six to 12 years old, for example, and then those appear as a filter option. So I pick them again from that list and my results are narrowed down to just articles about that population. And I can do a similar thing with study designs and focus down on those study designs that would be at the top of the evidence pyramid, like systematic reviews or randomized control trials. That's awesome. Now, there's one other important feature here, which is this text availability section. Now, if you're affiliated with an institution like the University of Minnesota, you have access to hundreds of thousands of journals due to library subscriptions. But if you're not, say you're a clinician in private practice, for example, you won't be able to access that information quite so easily. But all peer-reviewed articles that are produced as a result of NIH funding have to be made publicly available within 12 months of publication. This three-fold text feature is how you limit to just those resources. That's so cool. So even if you don't have an academic library subscription, you can still filter through and see the ones that you can actually access. Yeah, exactly. And PubMed has another really neat feature, which is called Single Citation Matcher. So let's say, for example, that you and a colleague are talking about brachial plexus injuries in newborns, and they tell you that they read this article on this topic that sounds super relevant to you. It was in JAMA Pediatrics last year, but they can't remember the title of the article or who the authors were. And because it was a while ago, they don't have a PDF anymore or a link to the article. So aside from just looking through every table of contents from that journal last year, what do you do? Enter the single citation matcher. And you can put in as much information as you have, a journal name, a year of publication, an author, a few keywords, and it will return all of the items that meet your criteria. So in this case, I know that the article was published in JAMA Pediatrics, and I know the year it was published, plus a general topic. And just based on that small amount of information, single citation matcher, takes me directly to the article in question. This is so awesome. It's fun to see how just a couple different clicks and a little strategy can make a big difference in the quality of studies that I'd be finding and searching for through PubMed. Thank you so much for coming. Are there any big takeaways for our listeners? Sure. Uh, use your filters and when in doubt, ask a librarian. Definitely. Thanks, Caitlin. All right. We do have one final question for you. What is your favorite hot dish? So my favorite hot dish is broccoli cheese hot dish, uh, which involves three different types of cheeses, but you can also put in some broccoli. So, you know, you're being healthy at the same time. <laughs> Yum. And that's all for this week's Minnesota Top Dish. For all those listening, especially our own residents, there's a survey linked in the info section of our podcast. Please fill it out. Bye-bye.